0: Le'olam Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom forever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpaka. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Thursday, January the 12th. Even in the days of Joseph, there were seven years of plenty, followed by seven years of famine. He had stored up grain for the seven years of famine. The Daily Audio Torah is your storehouse where you can get grain. It is 20 minutes every day of pure scripture flowing out, living manna to feed your spirit. Are you being blessed by this ministry? Please consider supporting Daily Audio Torah. You can make a one-time or a recurring donation by going to dailyaudiotorah.com and then click on the Give Pick on the navigation menu. You can then make a secure online donation there. Thank you for your prayers, and thank you for your support. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the Israel Bible for the Hebrew Scriptures and from the King James for the Brit Hadashah. Today we continue the Torah portion, Shemot, and it means Names. Exodus 3.16-4.17 to 4, 17. Go and assemble the elders of Israel and say to them, HaShem, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, has appeared to me and said, I have taken note of you and of what is being done to you in Egypt. And I have declared, I will take you out of the misery of Egypt to the land of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites, to a land flowing with milk and honey. They will listen to you. Then you shall go with the elders of Israel to the king of Egypt, and you shall say to him, HaShem, the God of the Hebrews, manifested himself to us. Now, therefore, let us go a distance of three days into the wilderness to sacrifice to HaShem, our God. Yet I know that the king of Egypt will let you go only because of a greater might. So I will stretch out my hand and smite Egypt with various wonders, which I will work upon them. After that, he will let you go. And I will dispose the Egyptians favorably toward this people, so that when you go, you will not go away empty-handed. Each woman shall borrow from her neighbor, and the lodger in her house objects of objects of silver and gold and clothing, and you shall put these on your sons and daughters, thus stripping the Egyptians. But Moses spoke up and said, What if they do not believe me and do not listen to me, but say Hashem did not appear to you? Hashem said to him, What is that on your hand? And he replied, A rod. He said, Cast it on the ground. He cast it on the ground, and it became a snake. And Moses recoiled from it. Then HaShem said to Moses, Put out your hand and grasp it by the tail. He put out his hand and seized it, and it became a rod in his hand, that they may believe that HaShem, the God of their fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, did appear to you. HaShem said to him further, Put your hand into your bosom. He put his hand into his bosom. And when he took it out, his hand was encrusted with snowy scales. And he said, Put your hand back into your bosom. He put his hand back into his bosom, and when he took it out of his bosom, there it was again, like the rest of his body. And if they do not believe you or pay heed to the first sign, they will believe the second. And if they are not convinced by both of these signs and still do not heed you, take some water from the Nile and pour it on the dry ground, and it, the water that you take from the Nile, will turn to blood on the dry ground. But Moses said to Hashem, Please, O Hashem, I have never been a man of words, either in times past or now that you have spoken to your servant. I am slow of speech and slow of tongue. And HaShem said to him, Who gives man speech? Who makes him dumb or deaf, seeing or blind? Is it not I, HaShem? Now go, and I will be with you as you speak, and will instruct you what to say. But he said, Please, O HaShem, make someone else your agent. HaShem became angry with Moses. And he said, There is your brother Aaron the Levite. He I know speaks readily. Even now he is setting out to meet you, and he will be happy to see you. You shall speak to him and put the words in his mouth. I will be with you and with him as you speak, and tell both of you what to do, and he shall speak for you to the people. Thus he shall observe as your spokesman, with you playing the role of Hashem to him, and take with you this rod with which you shall perform the signs. Matthew 9, 1-17 And he, Yeshua, entered into a ship, and passed over, and came into his own city. And behold... They brought to him a man sick of the palsy, lying on a bed. And Yeshua, seeing their faith, said to the sick of the palsy, Son, be of good cheer, your sins are forgiven you. And behold, certain of the scribes said within themselves, This man blasphemes. And Yeshua, knowing their thoughts, said, Why do you think evil in your hearts? For whether it is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven, or to say, Arise and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins, then said he to the sick of the palsy, Arise, take up your bed, and go to your house. And he arose and departed to his house. But when the multitude saw it, they marveled and glorified God, which had given such power to men. And as Yeshua passed forth from thence, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at the receipt of custom. And he said to him, "Follow me," and he arose and followed him. And it came to pass as Yeshua sat at the meat in the house, behold, many publicans and sinners came and sat down with him, and his disciples. And when the Pharisees saw it, they said to his disciples, "Why do you eat Why does your master eat with publicans and sinners?" But when Yeshua heard that, he said to them, They that behold need not a physician." But they that are sick. But go and learn what it means. I will have mercy and not sacrifice, for I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Then came to him the disciples of John, saying, Why do we and the Pharisees fast often, but your disciples do not fast? And Yeshua said to them, Can the children of the bride chamber mourn as long as the bridegroom is with them? But the days will come when the bridegroom shall be taken from them, and then shall they fast. No man puts a piece of new cloth on an old garment, for that which is put in to fill it up takes from the garment, and the rent is made worse. Neither do men put new wine into old bottles, else the bottles break, and the wine runs out, and the bottles perish. But they put new wine into new bottles, and both are preserved. Psalm 10, 16-18 The Lord is king forever and ever. The heathen are perished out of his land. Lord, you have heard the desire of the humble. You will prepare their heart. You will cause your ear to hear to judge the fatherless and the oppressed, that the man of the earth may no more oppress. Proverbs 3, 9 and 10 Honor the Lord with your substance, and with the first fruits of all your increase. So shall your barns be filled with plenty, and your presses shall burst out with new wine. I want to speak to you today from Matthew chapter 9, and I want to zoom in on two particular verses. Let's look at verses 16 and 17. No man puts a piece of new cloth upon an old garment, for that which is put in to fill it up takes from the garment, and the rent is made worse. Neither do men put new wine into old bottles, else the bottles would break and the wine runs out and the bottles perish, but they put new wine into new bottles, and both are preserved. For the longest time, this parable was really hidden to me as to its deeper meaning. What was Yeshua really saying here? And as I've pondered it and reflected upon it over many years, actually, I believe the Lord has given me a new insight and understanding about what these verses are talking about. So when you have wine and it goes into a wine skin, a container, um, I'm thinking of a leather container that you carry around your neck when you go on a hike. You can put wine in it rather than water. And if it's an old container, it will rip. That's what he's saying. But if, if it's new wine and you put it into a new wine skin, it won't rip. The the patch on it won't come off because there is no patch on it. It's a new container. So what is the new wine and what is the new wineskin? The new wine has to do with the contents, what's inside. And so in the time of Martin Luther, there was a Reformation. And it had to do with the contents, the message of the gospel. The message had been buried and hidden. And it was kept from the common people. And people would go to a Catholic church and they would hear the Mass in Latin, not even in their own native tongue. And the Bible was basically chained to the pulpit. And so the people did not have access to the Word of God. They were simply being led by blind guides and following along with religious rituals. And when Martin Luther came along, and he had this thunderous insight, the just shall live by faith. It's not by works, so that no man can boast. It, you, The just shall live by faith. That comes from Habakkuk. All of a sudden, this thunderous insight, it, it revolutionized the church world at that time. And then at around the same time, the Gutenberg printing press was invented. And they were able to print out Bibles into the common language of the people and get them out to widely distribute the Word of God, the Bible, into the hands of the people in their own language. And so this is why they called it the Great Enlightenment, because all of a sudden Yeshua, who is the light of the world, his truth and his message, the gospel, the new wine, was getting out there into the hands of the people. However, though there was this new wine, the wine skin that held the contents of the message that holds the wine was the same. So even though there was this Protestant movement, the structure, the container for holding the wine remained old, remained the same. What do I mean by that? So in the Catholic Church, you have this pyramid structure of leadership with the Pope at the top, and then you've got cardinals, and then you have your um, the father or the priest of the local congregation or whatever. And so they go up to the front of the room in a church building and they give a message and everybody is a listener and a spectator. And the assumption is that they have nothing to share or to contribute. And it's this performance and by and large in the Protestant world, You know, what with the Lutherans and the Methodists and the Presbyterians and the Assembly of God and the Foursquare and all the different church denominations that are Protestant, they follow that same model. It's the same structure, the same old wineskin, that there's a leadership structure that's like a pyramid with the leader at the top and then the pastor and then, you know, elders underneath and the people down at the bottom of the pyramid and they put on a show every week. They put on a performance, and somebody goes up on the stage, and you've got the worship team, and they put on the music, and then the pastor gives the message, and then the people go out the door. And so, again, it's very little interaction or discussion. It's They're putting on a show, a performance. It's that old wineskin. And the old wineskin, what does Yeshua say about it? It can't hold the new wine. So what is this new wine? The new wine is that Yeshua takes out our heart of stone. He gives us a heart of flesh. He fills us with his Holy Spirit. And it says in the New Testament, in the scriptures, that when you come together, that you should come together and everyone contributes. Someone gives a a song, a spiritual hymn, a prophetic word, um, that everyone brings something to the table. So how did the early church get started when the world got turned upside down by the 12 disciples as they spread the message of the gospel? How did the early church get started? They met from home to home to home. And in a home setting, people are able to participate, to share. Oh, the Lord gave me a dream. What do you think it means? Oh, this is what I was praying about, and this is what the Lord showed me during prayer time. Oh, I need prayer. Would you please lay hands on me? I'm really struggling with this issue. Or I, I have this illness, this sickness. Would, would you please lay hands on me and pray for me? And so, in a home group setting, which is, I believe, the new wineskin that can hold the new wine, instead of a performance or a show or putting on theater, it's authentic, it's real, it's relational, um, and, and there's a lot of interaction and participation. And so I believe that this new wineskin is going back to how it all started, which is small groups, home groups. So does that mean that the big, large mega church model is no more? Well, we have seen that in this pandemic in the last two years, a lot of big mega churches did shut their doors. And they just said, oh, come to YouTube and we'll live stream our services there for you. So the show must go on. So a lot of megachurches have shut down. A lot of those structures have come tumbling down and have collapsed and are no more. Their doors are no longer open for business, so to speak. But I believe what we're going to see and is happening is that the true church, the true group of believers that are on fire for the Lord and are seeking him with all their heart and are seeking for truth, they've gone underground. They meet in small groups. They meet in home settings, home group settings. And also, we're seeing a tremendous move of God happen in a very different way through a business entrepreneur by the name of Clay Clark. And he has been going all over America from city to city to city with these Reawaken America tours. And he has all kinds of different people who come and speak at these tours. And they drop a whole bunch of truth bombs. Things that are not spoken about in the typical pulpit so he's waking people up to the deep state to noah yuval harari to the cbdcs the digital central bank digital currencies that are already rolling out the door he's waking people up and and speaking the truth where you don't hear that in your typical pulpit in mainstream america mainstream church so again this is go uh he always at the end of every reawaken america event, opens up the altar area and invites people to come to know Jesus Christ, to come to know Yeshua as their Savior. So he brings in a whole bunch of different people uh, to speak, subject matter experts in their field, in the field of medicine, to give them truth regarding the truth about the bioweapon COVID jab and um, truth regarding the economy and truth regarding the fake news media. He's just dropping all kinds of truth bombs. And in fact, he showed a really interesting little political cartoon recently. And um, he showed in the cartoon two lines of people. And in the one line, there was a desk with a sign over it that said, Pleasant Lies. And there were like 20 or 30 people in line. And then in the other table with the other line, and there were only three people in that line, it said unpleasant truths. And only three people were in line for that. So wide is the road to destruction, and many find their way on that road. But narrow is the road to life. And few people find it. So I encourage you, Um, If you aren't already involved with some kind of a local fellowship to do that, the Lord does not want us to be a lone ranger and go through the tumultuous times and through the tribulation period alone. He wants us connected and in a group. Uh, But if you can, try to find a small group, try to connect with a home group and really deepen those relationships because that is part of our protection and part of our preparation is to be in fellowship with a small group and that they are Bible-believing, that they love Yeshua, and that they are seeking truth with all of their heart. Get into a small group, a home group if you can. Have a blessed day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Shalom. Ye adonai vish mereka ya ye adonai pana vikunne ka Adonai adanna naav dilne vayse lekha lekha